It is more of the best of the Cooking in the Dark show. Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. The kitchen. I will go to the kitchen. And although some recipes I cannot read, still I'm sure I can't do everything I need. This show, Cooking in the Dark, it is the key. He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy smoly, guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. This is Cheryl Cummings, and I'm going to introduce to you the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell. Woo! All right, y'all. We are back. <laughs> Can I interest anybody in any flood water? <laughs> oh, my goodness. And those, you know, all of our folks here in Houston that listen to us on Thursdays on uh, on the reading radio service here in Houston know that, unfortunately, some of our friends are still with water in their houses. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's pretty awful. It started raining, and it rained and rained and rained and rained and rained. A friend of ours on Facebook finally on, on um, Monday posted to Facebook, stop already, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Golly. Because now uh, Harvey hit on a Friday night, and poor Rockport and Victoria and some of the places down there on the coast, oh, they're done. They're just annihilated. They had hurricane force winds, y'all, for over 24 hours. So hurricane force winds are 75 mile an hour plus. Mm -hmm. Gusts up to 120. Some places had sustained winds of over 100 for 24 hours. You know, nothing's going to stand up for all that. Oh, crazy. But here, we were just far enough east of the storm that we didn't get anything on Saturday. So we're at our neighbor's house, you know, my Russian friends, and um, I come walking home. I was going to fix another adult beverage, and I was listening to a, an inning of the Astros ball game, and it had just started to rain a little bit when we came home, Radar and I. And as we go to walk out, I just had Radar on leash. You know, we were just lackadaisical in it, no big deal. We get to the edge of the driveway where you, you, you step down about, oh, I don't know, a foot and a half to get into the street. You know, a little, just goes down a little bit. He stopped. Er! And my next step, I was like shin deep in water. You know, it was almost wow. up to my knee. And I'm like, holy cow, what just happened? But it rained so hard. 15 inches of rain in three hours we got initially. Unreal, y'all. Unreal. 47 inches of rain we got in the Clear Lake area. Wow. Some areas of Houston got over 56 inches in two and a half days. That's over, um, that's almost nine months of our, our annual rainfall we got in a weekend. <laughs> oh my gosh, y'all. So I'm sorry we weren't able to broadcast, but we didn't have our snorkel gear because you have to be this tall to be in the studio during a flood. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, hey. Well, I think we're all, you know, grateful and happy that you and your family, everybody was safe. 
Oh, we're blessed. Very, very blessed. And I hope all our, you know, folks who listen that they too um, were safe or are safe. Yes. uh, I mean, I know there's, uh, I know we've got quite a few listeners that are probably very, very inconvenienced. They probably got water in their homes also. My mother-in-law got three feet in her place. Um, In our house, we got it in the garage. It came up to our doorstep, but did not come in our house. So we were blessed. But, you know, they interviewed a gentleman that was getting off a bus. He had been rescued, and he said, man, the water's, you know, covering my house. My car's underwater. I've lost everything I own except the clothes on my back. But he goes, you know what? I'm alive. Right. I am blessed. God has blessed me. Right. And that's it. I mean, all this stuff, it's going to be a huge inconvenience. But all in all, as long as you're still breathing and kicking, mm, that's permanent. You're not going to be able to go to a furniture store or an appliance store or go down, you know, any of that stuff and replace that. Not yet, anyway. But I'm working on it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, heck, anyhow. So, um, with that said, Hurricane Harvey, Idios, Irma missed us, thank goodness, to all our friends in Florida. God bless you guys. And, um, you know, we we vacation in St. Croix every year. A lot of y'all know that. They just dodged Irma. And a lot of the Caribbean islands down there, St. Thomas, St. John, Virgin Gorda, Tortola, all just wiped out, annihilated. And now here comes Hurricane Marie. As we're recording the show today, uh, Hurricane Marie is due to hit that part of the Caribbean tomorrow, Monday evening, Tuesday evening, something like that. So, you know, we're putting our prayers out to them right now. And when you all hear this, maybe say a prayer for them then because God bless them. It's just crazy, crazy. Mother Nature, what I was telling Cheryl before we started, I was like, man, who who made Mother Nature mad all of a sudden? <laughs> She's a tad bit upset with us. She is, yeah, a tad bit mad. What was that old, uh, that old, uh, what was it, Santa Claus is coming to town, or I don't know, one of those where they she had the two boys, the the fire guy and the cold guy and <laughs> you know i forget maybe it was rudolph the red-nosed reindeer i don't remember what it was but anyway come on mother nature chill out relax summer's over baby summer's gone mm-hmm. it's now the fall and rocktober is just around the corner so to get ready for rocktober y'all today we're making beer bread that's right beer bread easy peasy it's only got one two three let me count here one, two, three, four, five, six, maybe six ingredients. Hmm, seven maybe. I forget. Not very many. Very easy recipe. It's but 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 that's even easier than it sounds. I mean, it's it's like it's just you know two three steps and boom. Plop plop fizz fizz. Yeah. Oh, how delicious it is! I guarantee. <laughs> But we're getting ahead of ourselves. We'll be there in a minute. But this new CEO, he's kind of a headhunter. He got hired by this company to come in and straighten the company out because they've been losing money on silly stuff. You know, just uh, lackadaisical employment, blah, 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 lazy people. And uh, so one day, just about lunchtime, he decides he's going to make his grand entrance. He cruises in, and he's all about business. And he sees this young man kind of leaning up against the wall, not doing anything. He says, you there, son. Yes, sir. How much do you make in a week? Oh, make about $300 a week. Well, here, gave him 1200 bucks. Get out of here. I don't want to see you in here ever again. There's, you know, there's a month severance pay. He goes, now, anybody else around here want to slack off and not work? You can follow that kid out the door. 
we're here about blah, 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 business, and we mean it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and then he goes, and by the way, what job did that guy, who was that guy, what job did he do? Looks like we're hiring. And somewhere in the office, the guy rose up, that was the pizza delivery dude. <laughs> 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 oh, hell. Whoops. <laughs> That's a nice tip. Thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> All right, y'all, we're cooking in the dark. We will be right back. We're going to make some uh, Shiner Bach beer bread. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Now here's more of the show. With Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all. We're back. Are you ready to make some beer bread? (laughs) Sign me up. I'm in, too. All right. So, I guess before we get started, I'm going to have to... This recipe requires a six-pack of beer. One beer for the beer bread and five for the cook. Unless Cheryl's with you, then, you know, one for Dale, one for Cheryl, and one for the bread, and then the um, the other three will race to. <laughs> <laughs> no beer for you. I need to see your ID. Yeah, this little kid in the front row I want a beer. No beer for you. You got to be 21. No, you got to be 25. 25 on my show, unless you got beer. Do you? No? Okay. <laughs> All right. So, Cheryl, why don't you read us this recipe real quick? And like I say in the beginning of the show, y'all, this is such a simple recipe. All right. Here. It... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Finish, finish. Oh, I don't know what I was going to say. You're done? I doubt it, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Three cups all-purpose flour, two tablespoons of sugar, one tablespoon of baking powder, one teaspoon salt, two tablespoons of raw honey, one bottle 12 ounces of beer, four tablespoons or half a stick of butter melted, and that's all you need. Perfect. Now, the beer uh, room temperature is best, and flat is even better. So if you want to um, open your beer the night before and just leave it sitting out, I opened, um, I popped a cap off of this one and just, I left the cap on loosely, mm-hmm. but just left it sitting, sitting out overnight. So it, I'm sure it's flat. I'm not going to try it because I've got a cold one here in a koozie that I prefer <laughs> <laughs> that is not flat. Thank you very much. That's important. All right. That is impotent. Yes, it is. Okay. So, um, we're going to be using our stand mixer here to mix all this here batter up. So we need three cups of flour, okay. all-purpose white, and we're just flattening, getting a nice flat one. Oop. When I say flat one, what I'm doing is I'm taking a scraper. Actually, it's a butter knife, fancy term, scraper. I guess a butter knife has different applications. It does. It can be a butter knife. It can be a scraper. Uh, in some instances, it can be a screwdriver. <laughs> but I'm taking the flat side of the knife and just leveling off the flour so we get a nice even, you know, you don't have a heaping amount of flour coming out. Now, you know, Cheryl, this recipe calls for some honey. So on the cooking in the dark list, somebody had asked the, about honey. Mm-hmm. 
raw honey versus regular honey. And I was like, hmm, that's kind of interesting. I'm kind of curious about that, too. And let me tell you, folks, when you go to buy honey, buy raw honey. Don't buy nice, neat, pretty honey. Right. And if you can find, if it takes Googling, uh, looking through a phone directory, whatever, to maybe if you can find a a beekeeper in your area that sells honey, get it from them. Because honey is one of those cool things because it's pollinated from the flowers and such in your area. It can actually help with allergy issues you might be suffering. But let me ask you this, and Cheryl knows the answer because she's read the article. If you're buying honey and you've got some honey that's real cloudy looking, or you have some that's crystal clear, which would you buy? Ding, 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 ding. For everybody that said the crystal clear one, wrong. Yeah. The clearer it is and the more pure it looks as far as being clear and clean, the more processed and homogenized it is. Now check this out. Some honey or product that's sold as honey is nothing more than refined corn syrup. Oh my gosh, doesn't that drive you? That that is that's so dishonest. Horrible. I just yes. ah, drives me insane. It's horrible. So you want raw honey. Buy raw honey. If it's cloudy, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, if it's got a bee in it, mm, drink the honey <laughs> and eat the bee. <laughs> I think you want And look at the colors. <laughs> you want you want the label to say like raw and organic. Yes. Um, you don't want, which is so, I mean, you don't want, like, pasteurized. No, um, pasteurized is bad. Homogenized is bad. Is he, yeah, yeah. Because it, they, it, it's more the impurities, and when they, you lose the impurities, you lose a lot of the medicinal qualities of, of the honey. Honey's good little, honey's awesome. I don't remember the website that I got that information from, but it was very, um, well, eye-opening. You know, and very kind of disturbing a little bit, too, to realize that when you thought you were buying honey, you may have been buying some imitation, you know, like when you buy crab meat and it's really, you know, imitation crab meat is, is really just Pollock fish. You're like, hey, it's not crab at all. Well, but I think, don't they have to tell you that? Usually they they tell you, like, you're buying imitation crab. This, yes. This article says, like, there's no real, I mean, other than it being pasteurized or, or raw, and you knowing that if it's like amber or cloudy, that's good. Um, that I don't think they need to. to they they're not required to say. They're not hey, required it's got to say fructose. that it's fake. <laughs> yes, I mean the only way you would know that would be to read the ingredients. Right. You know, so um, if you can find a local beekeeper or a local source. Um, here, the university down just you know a couple miles from us used to sell honey and keep bees, but they no longer do. But, um, yeah, I mean, trying to find a beekeeper, a local beekeeper anymore is, is kind of hard. Oh, well, I mean, we've been decimating bees for, like, many, many years now. People have been saying the bee stock, you know, bees are being damaged by a lot of the, um, what do you call it? The stuff pesticides. that they use. Yeah, the pesticides that are being mm -hmm. used. Now, I will tell you this. One time I was angry at the bees because we were up at... Uh, up in Plannersville, I think it's Plannersville. Anyway, north of Houston, doing the the Renaissance Festival, mm -hmm. and um, I had a beer, and I'm cruising around, and all of a sudden I take a drink of it, but I get stung like three times in my mouth. Ew. 
yeah, these bees were all over the place, and they flew into my beer. And as I took my eyes, I was like, wow, that's a terrible way to get a buzz off a beer. <laughs> oh, that ruined my – I quit. That was horrible. Oh. I just slayed the dragon with a bow and arrow, and I got to throw hatchets. And Yeah, it was pretty cool. Hatchet throwing. I told the dude, look, reasonable accommodation. you got to go stand in front of the target and show me where it is. And it's like, what? I go, dude, just go clap in front of it, and then I'll throw my axe. You know? And that dude went over, and he clapped and jumped back out of the way. And whoa, whoo, and I got three bullseyes, though. I did it. I slayed the dragon. Oh, that's funny. Anyway, I digress. Hey, let's get back to beer box bread. <laughs> Okay, I've added the three cups of flour. Now we need to add two tablespoons of sugar. Yes. The thing I, one of the things I love about this recipe is its simplicity. I agree. I mean, and as I said, it's a bunch of different ingredients, but basically you're going to put all your dry stuff together with whisk, and then you're going to add in your wet stuff. Mix, mix, and voila. It's it's pretty much done. <laughs> How'd that go? Mix, mix. <laughs> Dry stuff, whisk, whisk. <laughs> oh, Cheryl, school's uh, back in session. I know, my mom. Windshield wipers go, wipe, wipe, wipe. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the we need a tablespoon of uh, baking, baking powder. Powder. <laughs> Now, one thing with the baking powder, be careful and um, make sure you get all the lumps out of it. Yeah. And I think this is the, this one you want to level off, too. You don't want, like, a heaping. No, you don't want any extras. Yeah. Yeah, one recipe I, call, I looked at called for three teaspoons, which is just a tad bit less. So what I'm doing, y'all, is actually I measured out my tablespoon and instead of just dumping it in, I was just kind of pulling, grabbing some of it between my thumb and forefinger mm-hmm. and kind of squeezing it. Sift, sift, sift. Squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. <laughs> I was just kind of slosh, slosh, slosh. I was, um, kinda, I was just kind of putting it in my uh, mix that way just to ensure that we didn't have any clumps. Because let me tell you all what. If you ever bite in, I did this once with banana nut bread. I bit into a piece of banana nut bread and got a clump of bacon powder. You only do that once. <laughs> that was not a good... Ooh, you talk about bitter beer face. Showing my age there, huh? Okay. And a teaspoon of salt. A teaspoon of salt, yes. A teaspoon of salt makes it go so good. And then you're going to, like, whisk that all together. So what I'm going to do is just use my stand mixer on low and just kind of let it beat all that together real fast. Then we, now we need to add uh, butter, beer, and honey. Right. But so the so it's interesting. They have you put half of the butter in the actual pan, and then once you're through mixing in the honey and the beer, you're gonna and pour the mixture into the pan. Then you pour the other half of the butter on top of the the, the bread, and then you bake it. So the butter actually works as kind of a um, a non-stick agent for right. the for your loaf pan. Okay. So into our batter mix, all we need to do is add the beer, right, and our two tablespoons of okay. raw honey. Raw honey. So let me get the honey going here. Okay, you're done. 
Let me lift you up out of the way. Okay, there goes our honey. Now, there are some restaurants around that serve this here locally. Mm -mm. Ooh, nice. There's another little, just a little local, little Texas barbecue joint, if you will. And they'll bring a couple loaves of this out. And you may as well just not even order food if you get a couple of these in you. <laughs> just washing out the measuring cup here real fast. Get the honey out of it so it won't be sticky and be messy later on when Cheryl has to come clean the kitchen up. Who? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Thought I could slide that one by, y'all, but... Well, mm -mm. that didn't work, didn't work. After... 27 years or however long we've been doing this 380 episodes or whatever we are she's learning <laughs> pay attention somebody said yes what do you mean I'm I, you said you would <laughs> I said you were going to clean up and you didn't object right Tim yeah. roll that tape <laughs> I'm objecting now <laughs> yes <laughs> Oh, my gosh. The other day, there was an episode of uh, Andy Griffith. It was the very first one where Aunt B was coming on the scene, and Rose, the old housekeeper, was getting married and leaving, and it was at the wedding scene. Mm -hmm. Andy says, anybody here that, you know, has something to say about why these two shouldn't be married for, and Opie spoke up, I do. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite funny. Oh my okay, so we're going to mix up this batter here. Looking good. And we've got our pan. So let me put the butter. Half of it goes in the pan. Let me move that around. I'm going to coat the sides with it too, just in case. We don't want it sticking, especially the corners. Okay, now we've got our oven preheated to 350, y'all. 350 degrees. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. With uh, For those of y'all that know me, back in the day, I um, when I worked my way through college, I sold appliances. I was telling my beautiful wife, Candace, that I, ooh, I wish I was selling appliances again. <laughs> oh, no, the commissions. The, yes. Yeah, yeah. The commissions. What it, why would a refrigerator cost so much money? Just how much they are now from all the parts and the pieces and, That's you know. True. Yeah. Just and poor people. Now I understand the sticker shock they would have when they came in and they'd see the prices. I'm like, ah, oh, that happened. When we had to buy a new refrigerator, you know, a couple years back. I was like, wow. I couldn't believe the cost of them. We were very cheap. We keep in, we kept insisting. Oh no no, just basic refrigerator, please. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, then then we tried. At which like... point, I would have taken you over to the to the sporting goods department and showed you a, an ice chest and a bag of ice. <laughs> oh my gosh, no! Would you like I... something a little nicer than this? <laughs> I think I think that we tried the. Oh, but we're just so poor, blind people. We can't afford that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, it's it's tough. I mean, because, you know, you're just like, I, I just want something that will keep the food cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, and there's all, I mean, from just the basic wire racks, you know, mm -hmm. to the glass shelves, to this, to that, to adjustable bins in the doors, to, heck, one of one refrigerator even had a, a TV on the outside of it. 
Oh, I've heard so of this. Not yeah. only do you have to, you know, get your ice maker hooked up, you got to get cable ran to your kitchen now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need a cable box for my TV, please. Right in the kitchen, on the refrigerator. Ugh. But it is getting crazy. It's coming. You know, I mean, a a, a, um, a member on the 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 cooking in the dark list told me that he bought a new oven, mm -hmm. and it can be controlled by a um, the Echo. Oh my goodness. Which I think is awesome. Well, yes, but that's that's like a bit. That's a lot of linkage <laughs> in your life. Yeah, I mean that's you know it's coming to that. I mean pretty soon you're going to walk. It will be the Jetsons. You walk in your house and you know lights on, lights off. I mean you can do that already if you yeah. you know spend money to buy this stuff. But you know the outlets everywhere, the switches everywhere, the thermostat controls, the, all that stuff. But um, it's going to be inner. It's going to be crazy. You know, you think about where, where are your grandkids going to be at? Or where are your great-grandkids going to be at? Or flying cars, probably. I mean, last time I heard, cars that drive themselves are not too far away. That's true. And I will be the one driving the Corvette. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Was that the Knight Rider guy? Was that his car, the Corvette? No, he had, a, like, a, a, a Firebird. Oh, okay. Okay. Kit. <laughs> yes. Kit yeah, that's a useful cool. car. <laughs> yes. Okay, we got our batter mixed up here. Right, right. I'm just going to pour it into our um, loaf pan. I've got a, a 3 by 8 loaf pan. Now, when you go to get this batter out, if you're using, I'm using my fingers as you all know, but my hands are very clean. In fact, I'm just wetting them down a little bit so that as I go to scoop this batter out, it won't stick as much to my hands. It's very sticky. As if any of you have ever made bread, you know bread batter is very sticky. You've got to keep flouring it to keep it from sticking. Mm -hmm. This is about the same, same stickiness a little bit of the same consistency. But oh my gosh, when this bakes up, it's going to be so good, Cheryl. I totally, I think, I think we've made, uh, I, I've made beer bread before. Yes. You can use almost any type of beer, isn't that correct? Yes, you don't want to use a light beer. Okay. But yeah, any, any regular beer. I wonder, do you think it would, like, if if somebody did, like, a darker beer, like a stout? Or do you think that's too strong? Uh, that would be all right, I imagine. Yeah, it would be interesting. And it's kind of one of those things, too, you know? I mean, when they talk about using wine in cooking, mm -hmm. don't, uh, don't use a wine that you wouldn't drink. You know, if you don't like the flavor of wine, don't use it in cooking. Right. Why, you know? That's kind of like... Serving something on your birthday to eat that you don't like. Not here. <laughs> Maybe once. <laughs> if if there's any day which you get to please yourself, it's got to be your birthday. <laughs> yeah, right? Actually, I kind of think my birthday's every day. Well, yes, of course. <laughs> I've decided life is too short, man. Okay, I'm just kind of bouncing the pan now. 
on the counter. That is just to get the batter down and get it all leveled out. Mm -hmm. And we're going to take the rest of our butter and pour it over the top. All right, we are ready to go in the oven. Let me throw this little wrapper away that the butter was in. Got to keep the kitchen clean, y'all. Once again, I'm using our little mat. It's just the plastic mat. It's actually made for pies and rolling out dough and stuff like that. But I love it. It's plastic coated. Mm -hmm. And it just, it just helps keep your kitchen cabinet and everything so clean. It's nice. Instead of having stuff everywhere, when we're done with the show, I just take that mat, kind of cradle it up. And rinse it off. Okay. We're in the oven. We're going to be going for about 50 to 60 minutes. So y'all don't go anywhere. You hang tight because before you know it, that 50 or 60 minutes will go by just like it's two or three minutes. For the rest of us here, I'm going to grab one of these extra beers and go hang out with the audience. And we'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark. Now with more of the show. Here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. Welcome back to more Cooking in the Dark. We interrupt this program for an important recipe. Hey, y'all. To go with our beer bread, we just came across this recipe that while our bread's baking, we're going to whip it out real fast for you. It is for honey butter. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sign me up. <laughs> if you thought bread was good, delicious, wait till you have it with some of this butter. It's very, very easy. Mm -hmm. um, while I'm mixing it up, Cheryl, you want to read the recipe real I fast? can indeed. Let me see. Um, I'm looking for my, um, there it is, the cream of, I mean, cream of <laughs> the condensed milk. <laughs> All right. But simple, simple. So here we need, we need one stick of butter softened, two tablespoons of condensed milk, a quarter cup plus a tablespoon of honey and that's it that's it so here's what I've got I've got a, um, a one cup little food processor mm -hmm. so I'm going to put in my two I've already put my butter in one stick of softened butter that's a half a cup and here is two tablespoons of condensed milk and then our quarter cup and one tablespoon of honey. This is this is gonna be says are you are you uh so it says whip it? Devo, my goodness. Where'd those dudes go? What a group. Devo, the go goes. <laughs> Minute work. All these crazy one hit wonder bands. And then we still had ACDC and Led Zeppelin and The Who and <laughs> the Rolling Stones. Everybody was still rocking. Yes, I'm a rocker. Hey, don't hold it against me. I'm a Madonna fan. I like Madonna. Oh, Madonna was huge. Scandalous, too. Everybody was like, look what she's wearing. And how could she sing those songs? <laughs> she was the new Cher, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we're just whipping it, whipping it good. They say you want to whip it until it's smooth. 
Sounds like it's getting smoother. Let's check it out. Ooh, that's pretty smooth. Now I'm going to put this whole thing, I'm going to take this whole container and set it in the fridge. Mm. Yeah, we probably don't want to serve that. Sorry, audience, y'all can't have that. Maybe that's probably something the staff <laughs> needs to have just in case. It's not too good. <laughs> and if y'all listened to the show before, you know if something's only for the staff, it's pretty daggum good. <laughs> that is so, delicious. So what a quick, easy recipe, y'all. A stick yeah. of butter, softened, a quarter cup and one tablespoon of honey, in and the then two tablespoons right. of condensed milk and that's it yeah. whip that up now what you want to do is we're going to let it chill just for a little bit and we're going to do this while we're at break but we're going to take a melon baller y'all and ball out some of this butter and just let it chill and get a little bit harder and then uh, when you serve your bread you can put a couple melon balls in a little um what are those things called a little the little ceramic dishes cheryl the curifs the um no no uh, um, a ramekin? No, a ramekin, yes. Yeah, you can put those in a little ramekin, and then they can, you know, scoop out what butter they want to. But uh, you probably, mm, it's going to be a tough decision. Bread and, either that or you could just put it all in a ramekin. This is true. Depending on how big your ramekins are. We've got some 9 ounces, and I've got some that are probably 5 ounces. So we, uh, we'll do that. But I've got it in the fridge right now, chilling. So um, back to regular programming. We'll be right back, cooking in the dark. Do not go anywhere. Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. Okay, y'all, we are back. I hope you liked our little brief interruption. <laughs> you know, when I hear that, when I hear that, I think, oh, it's the streak. <laughs> Once again, saving my, saying, you know, here we are. We're doing beer bread and a, and a musical flashback trivia on cooking in the dark. <laughs> okay, now, you hear that? Yes. That's what your bread will sound like if it's done. Ooh. Your crust is going to be very hard on top, but it's going to sound hollow when you tap it with your finger. Now, if you want to test and see if it's done, you can take a knife and slide into it. Or if you have maybe a, a bamboo skewer, mm -hmm. slide it down into the bread and pull it out. If it comes out clean, you are golden. If it's not, you might want to let it go a little bit. Because remember, 50 to 60 minutes. I let ours go 62 minutes. Just because I was kind of, you know, I'll, I'll say it before Cheryl does. I was running my mouth and didn't get back to get the thing. Anyway, it was, it, was, it was an interesting story we were having, though. Did you know that the only animal that doesn't breathe through its mouth is a horse? See, I told you it was interesting. It was important, too. But anyway, <laughs> 62 minutes at 350 is what we bake oh our bread. Oh, my gosh. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh -huh. So now we've got our delicious butter. We've got this delicious bread. We're going to let it sit here and cool this for a minute. I'm going to run my nylon knife around the outside edge of the pan to kind of break it loose. And then after a couple minutes here, I'm going to flip it out onto a cooling rack and let it cool just for a couple more minutes. And then we're going to slice that dude down. And I'm going to slice it down with a bread knife. Not the, I'm not going to use the nylon knife on it, but I will use a bread knife. And in slicing bread, y'all, practice makes perfect. 
You know, we were, I had an interesting conversation about slicing bread and how, you know, there's not really a gadget for slicing bread and how one company's got a thing they call a bread slicer, but it's like 45 or 50 bucks and it's, it's worthless. It's, it's, it's more of a pain in the rear to use than anything. I mean, you can get a knife with a slicing guide, but the main thing is just, um, practice, you know, holding the knife perpendicular up and down and lining it up with a bread knife. The blade is pretty what uh parallel Mm -hmm. the top of the blade is parallel with the with the bottom so what i do when i slice is i'll line the top of the blade up i'll lay it flat lay the top of the bread the the blade kind of on the edge Mm -hmm. right just where the slice where i'm going to slice and then i just stand the blade up okay Mm -hmm. so basically my loaves of bread come out sliced about the thickness of my blade on my knife Mm -hmm. and then just, just cut straight down and if you're off a little bit, I guarantee you with the bread, if somebody's complaining about their slice of bread being crooked, take it away from them. They don't deserve it. <laughs> I'm I think serious. you do that for any bread you offer somebody, and they're I like, do that oh, for you. Just, or if you like, complain about it, give it back. Yeah, it's like, and then yeah. guess what? All of a sudden, it's not a big deal. Oh, no, no, no. That's okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> I'll take that jalapeno back. Come here. Bring it here. <laughs> bring me that bread and butter back here. I'll give it to somebody that's entitled to it that doesn't complain anyway enough said about that cheryl read us some recipes girl all right so our beer bread here we go three cups all-purpose flour two tablespoons of sugar one tablespoon of baking powder one teaspoon salt two tablespoons of raw honey one bottle 12 ounces uh, beer four tablespoons of melted butter half a stick and that's all you need that be it. And then you want to take that, take your dry ingredients and put them in together first. That would be your three cups of flour, your two tablespoons of sugar, your one tablespoon of baking powder. And remember what I did with the baking powder. Don't just dump it all in there. Just kind of sift through it with your fingers as you're putting it in and make sure there's no lumps in there. If there are, just kind of crush them together. And baking powder, it's so velvety feeling between your fingers. It's really cool. You'll like it. And then your little bit of salt. Mix all that up together first. Then you want to add in your your honey and your beer. Mix all that up. And then in your pan, your loaf pan, you want to put about half your butter. You want your butter divided. You want to put half of it in the pan. And then you want to pour your batter in over the top of that. And then the remaining butter over the top of your 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 uh, bread dough, your batter, your dough, into the 350-degree preheated oven for about 50 to 60 minutes. Again, we went 62 minutes. Tap it on top. It's going to be a hard crust on the top, but that's perfect. That's what you want. Honey butter? Honey butter? So easy, too. Easy, right? easy. And, I mean, although we gave you the recipe for honey butter, if you just wanted to do, like, the whipped butter, and you, you're like, I can't, I don't have any honey. Then you, you can just do the butter and the condensed It's a sad milk. day if you don't have any honey. <laughs> anyway. But if you want to add um, maybe a, a tablespoon of, I'm not a tablespoon, but a teaspoon of cinnamon to that, mm, that might nice. be pretty tasty yeah. too. Or maybe some brown sugar or, yeah. you know, yeah, there's there's all kinds of variations you can go with you that. Can but experiment. Yes. Yeah, a stick of softened butter, two tablespoons of condensed milk, and a quarter cup and one tablespoon of honey. Yes. That's it. And then whip it all up. So we just put it in a in a in the chopper, mix it all up, whip it together, chill it, and then serve it. You you can use a melon baller to pull it out in little pretty balls. You can pour it in a ramekin. 
um, or just um, pour it in a bowl and serve it up as it is. But it's all good. And remember, if they don't want your bread, if you slice it crooked, take it away. Don't give it to them. <laughs> hey, for Cheryl Cummings, I'm Dale Campbell. For The Magic Man, this is Cooking in the Dark. We will see you next week. Happy fall. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. Oh, yeah.